You are tuned in to the Abide Podcast with Misha Solanga. Welcome, welcome, welcome to it, everybody. Indeed, this is the Abide Podcast with myself, Misha Solanga, and I'm so excited to have you guys on here with me today because this is the day, whichever day it is that you are listening to this on, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice, or we will rejoice, and be glad in it. Oh my goodness. Guys, 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 I am, as always, excited to share something with you that's going to help you, you know, abide, that's going to help you be steadfast in your journey with Jesus, that's going to help you, you know, and strengthen you and empower you as you continue to pursue and seek Jesus out. But before we get into all of that, you know, I have a little something, something I need to share with y'all. You know, I can't just skim past it. I need to share this with you guys because you've been, you know, amazing listeners. You've been an amazing audience uh, over the past, what? I think it's been, I started this, I think in August or September. And y'all been out here since then. And I'm very appreciative of that. But I haven't released the podcast in, I think, a couple of weeks now. Because there's a lot that's been going on, you know. And not, not necessarily bad. I've had my good weeks and my weird weeks where I'm just like Lord what's going on as I'm sure we all have been having over the past year or so but on the 2nd of April last week Friday Good Friday um, I was ordained as a pastor yeah (laughs) that happened that happened which was just a journey that of course it took a while. This was supposed to happen last year in April. I was supposed to be ordained among um, alongside two other pastors last year. But obviously that didn't happen in, in April because we had lockdown. We had the coronavirus and then that whole thing just happened and we had to kind of like just cancel or postpone it. And it happened this year. And the funny thing is that I didn't actually think about it in this way, but it's happening like, you know, when God reveals something to you in the moment as you're speaking and the spirit is just showing me that it was supposed to happen last year, but God wanted to test something in me throughout the year, the rest of the year, even though the actual ordination ceremony didn't happen. I, I felt like God was kind of testing me to see if I was still going to function without the title, if I was still going to function and do what he was calling me to do and be faithful in what he was asking me to do, even though I didn't have the title at the time. And I, I, I would like to believe that I proved myself, you know, a worthy son to him in, in the whole of last year. And it's actually funny because it's now a year full circle that I was supposed to be ordained and I'm, I'm finally ordained now. I'm an ordained minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. <laughs> guys i can't even but you know what it was a beautiful ceremony it was a beautiful day with my family with my friends my loved ones everyone was there just supporting and showing me love and you know when i finally shared it on social media it was also a lot of love from you guys uh, which I appreciate. Thank you for the amazing words in the DMs, on the comments. Now people are calling me their pastor and I'm just like, that's not how that works, guys. <laughs> but that's a conversation for another day. But thank you guys so much, man. I just felt like I needed to share that with y'all for those who didn't know, who don't follow me on social media but are faithful to listening to the podcast. Now you know. Ain't nothing changed. I'm still your girl, Misha. I still love my Yanos. I still love listening and dancing, you know. But more than all of that, my priority, my number one is Jesus Christ. Anywho, let us get into today's word because you know if we're about to be on here, it's about to be a word and a half because Jesus is always speaking and he's just like, 
the word of God, guys, is just so beautiful, man. Every time you open it and you're intentional about it and you're expectant, I think that's something that we need to be cognizant of. We need to be expectant when we come into the presence of the Lord. We need to be expectant every time we, we pray. Yes, expectant in a, in a sense that he hears us when it, when it comes to prayer the expectation is that he hears us you know and then there's an anticipation of him answering those prayers anyway that's not the conversation that's not the topic i was just trying to communicate that god is good <laughs> that god is good my Jessica. anywho today's word we are going to be reading from the book of psalms 1 which is a, a scripture that is very familiar to everyone i'd like to think but again i don't want to take it for granted that we are all on the same page. That is why we have this podcast, you know, to help people at every level of their faith. Because, you know, the Bible tells, teaches us that God takes us each from grace to grace, from strength to strength, glory to glory, you know, which also kind of talks about, you know, there are different levels. He takes us from one level to another level, to another level, to another level. If we are willing and keen and have a zeal and are, and are just available, but that's whatever. Let's read Psalms 1. This is what the word of the Lord says. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And his and in his law, this is God's law, he meditates day and night. He shall be, this is where I'm going to be sticking for today. He shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of living water that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper then it goes on to say the ungodly are not so but they are like the chaff which the wind blows away therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judge um, shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of righteousness verse 6 for the lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for your word that is life, that is life-giving, that is, you know, just rejuvenating, that restores us, that gives us energy, that gives us hope. Father God, we thank you for what you're about to say. We are in anticipation of your word and we're in anticipation of your direction and your instruction over our lives. We thank you, Father God, for this time of fellowship and may you bless it, Father God. May you touch anyone who's listening right now, Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Friends... I'm so keen to share this with you because this is again, like I said, a scripture that we are all well aware of. I think we all know it. We've heard it at some point in time. We've read it at some point in time. It's been on our Bible app um, reading plans at some point in time. It's popped up as verse of the day at some point in time. But today I want to talk about what it means when Jesus Christ is, is wanting us or rather likening us to this tree that is planted by the rivers of living waters. What does that mean? I want to break it down. I want you guys to understand what Jesus wants to see come out of you, what Jesus wants to see manifest in your life as a result of being in relationship with him, as a result of abiding in him, right? Because we cannot waste time and say that we are abiding in Jesus Christ, but there are no, there are no fruits that are made manifest out of that. That is impossible. You can never have an encounter with Jesus Christ for as long as you are in relationship with him and not and, and remain the same and not exude some type of 
you know, transformation or some type of renewal or some type of regeneration. Okay. But today I want to first break down a couple of key words that we find in this scripture. And we're going to chat about it from verse to verse. Okay. So at the very top, we see that it says, blessed is the man or blessed is the man. And then it continues to kind of divide who this person that is blessed is. We know that first verse that we should not walk in the counsel of the ungodly nor stand in the path of sinners, right? Then I want to hop down. The word blessed itself, you know, to be blessed ultimately means to be happy. This is a happiness that God is giving you. This is a joy that God gives you. It is favor. It is, it is grace. It is all of these amazing things that God gives to us. This is a blessing. Your blessing is not your car. It can be, whatever, but at the fundamental core of it, if we remove the material things, because when we think blessing, we often associate it with material things. But with God, the blessing starts in the spiritual. The blessing starts in, 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 in the love he gives you. The blessing is his grace over your life. The blessing is his hand of favor over you. The blessing is, you get where I'm trying to go with this, right? It's the joy. The Bible tells us, you know, that... uh in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy that's a blessing that when you come into the presence of the Lord he blesses you with a fullness of joy right so that's what I'm trying to communicate right now is that a blessing is more than just the material things around you okay those are good God is great for giving us those things but it what's the point of having all of these material things if we don't feel the goodness of God on the inside of us first and in our spirits so it says blessed or happy is joyful is favored is graced is the man whose delight before I go there when the Bible speaks of a man please don't come at it with a feminist mindset with a you know trying to argue with the Bible that God prizes men over women no 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 when he speaks man he speaks both of men and women because remember God created the man and out of the rib of the man he created the woman okay so when he speaks man when he speaks son it's not gender based it is humankind it is both men and women so just come at it with that mindset so he says in verse two, blessed is the man whose delight is uh, 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 the law, the law. Okay. What does it mean to delight? Let's have a chat about that. It tells us in verse two, his delight is in the law of the Lord. What does it mean to delight? To delight in something is to find enjoyment in. Okay. It is to indulge in something. You Ooh, that's actually quite cool. So when we indulge in something, it is, it is a show that we delight in it okay you you indulge in something that you delight in you enjoy it like you look forward to doing it okay so the bible is telling us that blessed is the man whose delight whose enjoyment who indulges in the word of god let's actually chat about that because this means that when we are delighting, we have moved past a point of doing this thing of reading the word of god and meditating on it from a point of religion and from a point of feeling forced to when you start delighting in something you are eager to do it when you delight in something you are excited you have an enjoyment that is attached to this thing it's called indulging Ooh, do we indulge in the word or do we go there forced do we drag ourselves and don't get me wrong there are days where we sometimes drag ourselves me myself included yes pastor mish sometimes <laughs> i can't believe i just said that but yeah that's that's pastor mish pastor mish that's anyway that's gonna take a while to get used to but even me guys sometimes i have days where i'm just like yo lord i gotta drag myself into your presence 
but though there should be more days of us being delighted in the law of the lord than us dragging because remember come on guys remember that this is about joy jesus gives us an ultimate joy he says in my presence that's why you find sometimes that even though you dragged yourself into his presence once you're there you are so happy that you went am i the only person who feels this because sometimes even with like church services even sometimes when you have to go to bible study or prayer service sometimes i'm just like oh my lord i would really rather just watch series and fall asleep and eat something but once i'm there once i encounter and i'm in the presence of the lord it's like i don't want to leave it's like i'm so happy to be here right because truly we need to experience that joy that he gives us and if you have to drag maybe maybe you're in a season where you're dragging yourself right now to get into the presence of the lord child of god drag yourself go 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 because the joy of the lord is your strength when the lord is joyful in you and he is delighted in you that's strength to you my friend that's strength to you my brother that's strength to you my sister so keep dragging yourself into the presence of the lord until the season comes to a close anyway so he tells us we need to delight in the word of god so we need to move we need to grow we need to mature from doing this thing of coming into the word of studying the word even just reading because a lot of people just read the word they don't study it and if you call yourself a child of god a believer a son of god you need to migrate from just reading the word of god because when you read sometimes there's little to no understanding you're just reading it because you have to and you want to be able to say i read it today but when you study it it shows intention of wanting to know more you investigate things when you're studying you ask questions why jesus god why did you do that and and you guys when we do those kinds of things god is faithful to reveal himself okay the bible tells us that god is you know he reveals himself to those who diligently seek him so you have to make an effort to actually seek this god out he says blessed joyful favored is graced is the person who starts to delight in my word who enjoys being in my word who indulges in my word right then it continues to say that and he meditates in this law day and night now when you think meditation we're not talking about the the the, the this yoga stuff the like the other religions that or whatever like those they that do like the mantras and they and they chant and they do mm, no 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 when we talk meditation in the word of god when, when god talks about meditating day and night he's talking about he's talking about pondering that is meditation ultimately it is focused pondering thinking about repetitive thinking about the word of god he says meditate on this law day and night now if you think about it the way god revealed this day and night to me he, he told me that we need to make his word our starting point and our ending point when we start our day and when we end our day the word of god god himself needs to become our alpha and our omega because remember he is alpha and he is omega but he needs to start becoming that to us he needs to start being our beginning and our end so we need to focus on pondering for a period of time throughout our days on the word of god that is what it means 
You know, the world is telling us that when we meditate, we need to shut off everything and we need to block our mind or clear our mind and make these pointless, aimless hums and chants when what we should be doing is being mindful, not mindless. Be mindful of the word of God. Be mindful on the goodness of God. If maybe on one day you're not pondering on the word, ponder on God's goodness in your life. You know, sometimes I just sit and I think, oh my gosh, Lord, you have been so faithful to me. I ponder on that the entire day. And I'm just like, Father God, you took me from this and you brought me here. You put me in that space. You, you connected things and connected dots in a way that I could have never done for myself. That is pondering. That is focusing and thinking actively, thinking about, not passively, actively making it a point to think on the goodness of God. I believe it's in the, either in the book, I think it's the book of Philippians, or Apostle Paul though, who tells us that we need to be very mindful of what we think, that we need to think of things that are good, things that are kind, that are noble, that are, that are praiseworthy, right? Things that when God looks into our mind or, or, or our mind and our thoughts are revealed to him, he's pleased. He's like, oh, my, my child has good thought patterns. <laughs> because sometimes our thought patterns can be messed up. And we need to fix those. But we can't do it by ourselves. This happens through the power of the Holy Spirit. It happens through regeneration. Romans 12, 2 tells us that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And that we don't do that by ourselves. We don't transform ourselves. By availing and opening ourselves up, the Holy Spirit does that. But the issue is a lot of us don't allow him. I once tweeted, or I think I put on Instagram, that surrender is pivotal in your relationship with God. There's literally no relationship with God without surrender. If you think you can have a relationship and walk with Jesus Christ and not surrender yourself, you have another thing coming. Truly, you have another thing coming. Okay, so again, we need to meditate. Blessed is the man who meditates who thinks on the word of God day and night, making it a priority in the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, right? And yes, I know this sounds, yo, Misha, I'm so busy. Yo, sometimes I forget. Yo, sometimes I don't feel like it. That just shows us your priority. Is God your priority? Yes or no? And it's easy to say yes, but our actions, our actions prove whether that is a fact or not. So we need to be more mindful, guys. We need to be really mindful. And this is all, everything I'm saying right now is to strengthen us, is to help us in our journey of abiding with God. It is to ensure that we continue to be stuck, plugged into the source of life that is Jesus Christ. Okay? Then he moves on. He moves on now to make a, a, a likening or an analogy of a tree. He says that this person this man, this woman, this girl, this boy that constantly delights in the law of the Lord, that constantly meditates on the word of God and doesn't sit in the path of sinners. This person shall be like a tree. Now, Jesus loves trees throughout the Bible, mostly in the New Testament, even Poof. God just likes using agriculture as a whole to kind of give us analogies of him, the kingdom, and how he would like us to be as well. So in this analogy of a tree, he says, you shall be, or this person shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water, of reed living water. Yes, God, 
that springs forth fruit in its season, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Ooh, God, you better speak. Now, where am I going with this? See, I gave you the requirements of being like a tree. I gave you the requirements of being a person who abides. That is what abiding looks like. Come on now. If you're wondering, okay, Misha, I want to abide. What does that look like? My friend, abiding looks like meditating on the word of God day and night. Abiding looks like, it looks like delighting in the word, taking the time to study and read it. And once we do that, this is what will manifest. We shall be like a tree that is planted by the living water, right? God wants us to be like a tree, a tree that produces fruit because that's what happens when a tree is watered. That is what happens when a tree is watered. It produces fruit, right? It says here in verse three, a tree that is planted that brings forth its fruit in season. Okay. Now, now, now let's think about a tree and, and how, what, what does a tree do that has fruit? The tree doesn't eat its own fruit. I always make this analogy. I always say this. The tree does not eat its own fruit. But the people around it benefit from the tree. And that is the crux of it. God wants other people that are around us. He wants those who are in our sphere of influence, in our world, in our orbit. He wants those people to benefit from our relationship with him. Oh, you thought this was about you? No, God wants other people to benefit from your relationship with him. It doesn't, listen, the tree doesn't eat its own fruits. The tree cannot physically take an apple, a pear, or a peach and eat and consume it. No, that is for others around it and that is the exact same concept. That is what happens with us when we are abiding in Jesus Christ consistently. We manifest the fruits of the spirit. You go read Galatians 5, it tells you what the fruits are. Self-discipline, love, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, you know, all of these things, love, they are all there. These are fruits of the Spirit that manifest when we, were, when we are in relationship, when we are abiding in Jesus Christ. And all of these fruits, they renew us, yes, but they help those around us, right? When people see us bearing fruit, they wonder, because it's like, nah, but this isn't the Misha I knew, you know? This isn't the Misha I grew up with. This isn't the whoever, put your name there. This isn't the blank I grew up with. If we were in a certain situation, so-and-so would have reacted like this. But because you abide in Jesus Christ, there are new fruits coming out of you. And that's how it's supposed to be. We journey to serve God and to serve people, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. But John 15, which is also the passage about abiding, says to us, God is glorified when we bear fruit. Right? God is glorified when we as his children bear fruit. So we need to make sure, we need to actually do inventory. Believers, do inventory. Go to Galatians 5. Read up on the, spirit, on the gifts of the Spirit, on the fruit of the Spirit. Read up on those measure yourself according because that's what we're supposed to do the word of god is a mirror upon which we measure ourselves the book of james says this very clearly someone who comes to the word of god and leaves looking exactly the same being exactly the same is like a person who looks at a mirror sees something wrong but doesn't change it 
So we need to now go to the word of God and measure ourselves next to it. God, you say I must have patience with your people. Do I have patience with your people? And if not, that's a prayer point. And we need to ask God to give us that patience. God, do I love your people the way you want me to love them? If not, that's something we need to pray on. And that's something that we need to actively practice. God, am I long-suffering? Am I willing to wait and persevere when you, when you put me in a season that is not comfortable, in a season that I don't prefer? Am, do I suffer long like you did? So these are all things that we pray for. And remember, God is not going to gift wrap it and package it and deliver it to your door. The gift of the spirit or the fruit of the spirit. No, 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 no. He's going to test it out of you. The, the gifts. Ooh. The fruits of the spirit are a result of testing. Come on, somebody. They are a result of testing. They don't just happen. Some people are born with certain aspects. Yes, that's amazing. There are certain things that are easy, that we are easily, you know, able to do. There are certain uh, uh, fruits of the spirit that come easily to us, but it's the ones that are harder that we need to pray for and be more, you know, attentive to asking for God. I know something that I'm always praying about is patience. I'm really not the most patient person, but I pray about it constantly because my biggest patience that I want to have is towards the people of God. That's important. That's important. And God is always testing it. He, I've been praying this prayer for years, friend. I've been praying this prayer for years and it hasn't just come. God tests it. He tests it in the way my brother annoys me. He tests it in sometimes when I'm being sent to do something and I'm, or, 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 or I'm relating to someone and they're not at the same level or they're taking longer or whatever the case may be. He tests whether I'm being patient. And with you, it might be different. For you, it might be forgiveness. Oof. For you, it might be God ridding you of bitterness, right? That happens over time and he tests it. He doesn't just remove things. He puts us in situations where we then have to utilize actively making a conscious decision to be a certain way. Okay, now let's move with it. Remember, we're talking about abiding. We're talking about becoming this tree that bears fruit. And, and, and this is a manifestation of abiding in God. God says, blessed is the man in Psalms 1. We're reading from Psalms 1. Uh, blessed is the man, you know, who, 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 who delights in the law of the Lord, who meditates on it day and night. For he shall be like a tree that is planted by the, by the streams of living water or rather by the river of water. Now, uh, let's talk about this river. Let's talk about this river, child. Why a river? Why not by a dam? Why not by whatever? Why by a river specifically, Lord? Streams of water. Other, other translations will say a stream of water. See, stream or river, just moving water in general, are representative of Jesus Christ. Okay? Moving water is representative of Jesus Christ. Because remember, he is the living water. And we can parallel this with the New Testament. Okay, never read the word of God in isolation. Always find the link because God will not contradict himself. Anyway, these are bodies of water that are moving like a river, a stream. And these symbolize Jesus Christ because he's not stagnant. See, God uses things that we can see to help us relate to him. God is not a stagnant God. He's an ever moving God. He's always moving. He, listen, he's fresh. Listen, my God is fresh. I don't know about you. I don't know about your God, but my God is fresh. He's always moving. The Bible tells us about how his word is living and active. 
it speaks about a proceeding word living and active powerful this is not a stale word that was spoken thousands of years ago no 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 this is a word that even still inspires and and, and restores us and helps us and heals us and delivers us today so this word is not stale. Don't come at me and talk about this word was written hundreds and thousands of years. Listen, I don't care about that. This word is life-giving to me now, even though it was written how many years before Christ. Okay? So when we are planted by, as the word, as Psalm 1 tells us, when we are planted, when we are abiding in Jesus Christ, who is the living water, I hope you're seeing the picture that I'm painting for you. When we are rooted in Jesus Christ, who is the living water, there is no other choice. Being, listen, bearing fruit, being a productive Christian, being a believer that bears fruit and pleases God is a byproduct of being rooted in Jesus Christ. You cannot bear fruit. You cannot please God. You cannot serve those around you unless you are rooted. Or rather, you cannot serve those around you accurately in the way that pleases God if you are not rooted in God himself. So we need to be planted by the streams of living water that is Jesus Christ, guys. We need to be established in and we need to be rooted in Jesus. But how does this look? What does this look like? We go back to the beginning of the scripture. It looks like meditating on the word of God. Guys, I'm really trying to simplify this gospel for you. I'm trying because people, a lot of people will say, oh, but it's so complicated. Being a Christian is so hard. We are the people who make it hard. God doesn't want this thing to be heavy and annoying and tiresome. This is supposed to be a relationship, fresh, life-giving, restorative, reciprocative, right? That was the wrong word was reciprocal thank you that's the word that i'm looking for but that's how this relationship is supposed to be guys don't let it be heavy give it to god the bible tells us to cast all our burdens onto him because he cares ain't that a word somebody cast all your burdens onto jesus because he cares you don't have to carry it whatever it is that's making this so heavy and so hard don't carry it give it to god this journey wasn't meant to be hard. Yes, there are days where it's tricky, where it's, it's difficult, but you don't have to do it by yourself. He says, give it to me. I'm ready. I'm willing to, to shoulder the burden with you. I will give you the strength to do it. It's, it becomes overwhelming when we want to do it in our own power. Right? So that's the word for today, friend. Give it all to Jesus, man. Give it all to Jesus. And oh, listen, I want to see you guys be rooted. I want to see you guys grow in relationship with God. I want to see you guys give testimony of what God is doing in your life simply by you just abiding in him. Simply by just being faithful to read the word. Being faithful to pray. Be in fellowship with him. Be in fellowship with other believers. You know? So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I pray that the Holy Spirit may, may re renew your mindset change the way you see this relationship and this walk with jesus christ i really do but that's a word from me man that's that's god that's on god uh, and i believe you know in this moment that that jesus spoke what he wanted to speak to whoever's listening right now because the word of god does not fall in vain there is a reason the holy spirit lets out these kinds of seeds is because it's necessary it's necessary Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode, to this episode of the Abide Podcast with myself, Misha Solang. I love you guys very much. Make sure to go listen to all the other podcasts as well. Make sure to share it with your friends if you want to. You know, if you feel like they can be 
delivered if they can if they can like just grow closer to jesus christ by listening to this podcast share it share it share it share it i cannot wait to hear from you guys from social media tell me what you thought about this episode and yeah man let's continue to just grow in the lord let's continue to abide together i love you guys bye